welcome to Faith in the Morning. Something good is going to happen to you today, so expect miracles. Remember how much your God loves you. Remember he's on your side. And remember he's redeemed you from the hand of the enemy. So let the redeemed of the Lord say so. So you should say today that you're redeemed from the curse of the law. You're redeemed from poverty. You're redeemed from sickness. You're redeemed from spiritual death. You're redeemed from premature death. You are the redeemed of the Lord and victory is yours. He's the God who always causes you to triumph. So thanks be to God who always gives us the victory. Welcome to Faith in the Morning. Faith in the Morning exists to help you start your day with faith and encouragement. And that's exactly what we're going to do today. And today is part of our Holy Week devotionals. And so our Faith in the Morning is our Holy Week devotional for adults. But when we go, when you go to the Faith Plus app, you'll see Holy Week devotionals for kids' age as well as teenagers. It's going to bless you. It's going to encourage you, your family, and help you focus on the most important thing of all, what Jesus has done for us through the cross and his resurrection. But before we go forward, let's pray. Father, we thank you because you are good and your mercy endures forever. We thank you for waking us up this morning. We thank you for loving us. We thank you for strengthening us. We thank you for helping us because we can do nothing by ourselves. We thank you for never leaving us nor forsaking us. And Father, as we gather in this time to hear your word, grant us wisdom and understanding, words from heaven, that we may apply it to our everyday life so we can live a life of victory and the lifestyle you call us to live, the lifestyle of faith. So we receive this utterance and ears to hear, eyes to see, a heart to receive, know and understand. And Father, according to 1 Timothy chapter 2, we pray for those who are in authority. We pray for the president, the vice president, the Congress, and the Supreme Court. We pray for our governors, our mayors, our city council men and women, our elected and appointed officials, and this nation and every nation watching. We lift up them to you and their families. We pray that you grant them wisdom and understanding, that you send labors across the path to minister the word to them in a way they can receive it, that you surround them with godly counsel, men and women full of faith, and the Holy Ghost who advise them, thus saith the Lord, that you remove from that counsel wicked and unreasonable men who seek to pervert the ways of the Lord. We pray that these leaders won't be so caught up in politics and caught up in the left or the right, but we pray that they do what's best for this nation above all things put you first. We pray that you deliver them from the hand of the enemy and from the plans of wicked and reasonable men, for all men have not faith. We ask that you pour out your spirit upon them and upon our nation. You told us in the word that the heart of the king is the hand of the Lord, and you turn it where it should go. So we pray for these leaders that you turn their hearts towards righteousness, that they may do your will, so that our nations may know the blessing of God. And we thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Go with me to John chapter 14. John 14, as I said before, we're going through Holy Week. We looked at, you know, Palm Sunday, the triumphant entry. We looked at what happened, what Jesus went to the temple. He cleansed it. He taught. He healed. We looked at what he said concerning faith when he spoke to the victory. And now we're going to go to John 14. We're going to skip over parts of John 13 when Jesus was at the table with his last suppers, having what we call the Last Supper. We'll look at more of that on Good Friday. So I encourage you to join us for our Good Friday experience. It's online only. It's 7 p.m. We'll stream on all of our platforms, the Stream of Faith Plus, and all of our Faith Christian Center social media platforms, including our website. And so we'll look at that in more detail tomorrow night. But going to John chapter 14, I want you to notice what Jesus says. So this is, they're still around the table. They're still gathered together. Jesus had just told Peter that he would deny him. And notice what he says in John 14. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. Notice the strength of this phrase. Let not your heart be troubled. The amplifies it this way. Do not let your hearts be troubled, distressed, agitated. 
So notice, this is not a suggestion. It's a command. And if it's a command, it's a command we're able to fulfill. Which means it is our choice to let our hearts become troubled. It is our choice to let our hearts become agitated. We live in the world where there's so many things trying to trouble and agitate our hearts on a regular basis. And we can get caught up in the fear of the world, caught up in the panic of the world, caught up in the anxiety of the world. There are real things out there that trouble us, that bother us. There's real dangers out there. But what is the condition of your heart? And as Jesus told his disciples, because they're troubled, because things Jesus told them and what's about to happen. And he says, don't let your heart be troubled. Don't let it be distressed. Don't let it be agitated. So I tell you the same thing with everything you've seen on the news. Don't let your heart be troubled. With everything that's going on, don't let your heart be agitated. And then Jesus goes on, you believe in God, believe also in me. Put your faith in Jesus. Stop consuming things that agitate and trouble and distress your heart. Yes, you can be aware of the news, but you don't have to watch it 24-7. Yes, you can be aware of different trials that are going on, but you don't have to watch it 24-7. Yes, you can... You know, be aware of what's going on in culture, but you don't have to be consumed with it 24-7. Because so many times we consume these things and give more attention and time to it than the Word of God and the Spirit of God. And we wonder why we're stressed. We wonder why we panic. We wonder why we're anxious. We wonder why we're agitated all the time. It's because of what we're eating. It's what we're consuming. We're eating the fear, the anxieties, the panic of the world hearing their report again and again and again. And we don't give time or honor and place to the word of God to not only balance us, but to cleanse out the darkness that came with the reports, with the reports of the world. Don't let your heart be troubled. Don't let it be agitated. Put your faith in God. Put your faith in Jesus. Put your faith in his finished work. Jesus goes on and tells us about heaven, that he's the way, the truth, and the light, and how no man can come to the Father but by him. He begins to tell them that they'll do greater works because he goes to the Father. And then he begins to share with them about the promise of the Holy Spirit. He says in verse 15, If you love me, keep my commandments, and I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. Even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it sees him not and even knows him. But you know him, for he dwells with you and shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless. The word comfortless means as an orphan. I will come to you. So Jesus said, I'm leaving, but I'm not going to leave you comfortless. Implying I am the comforter to you. I'm not going to leave you comfortless. Here's how I'm coming back to you. I'm coming to you through the person of the Holy Spirit. He's not going to leave you comfortless. He'll be a comforter to you and he'll make sure you're not orphans. And Jesus goes on reminding them how he's only going to be with them for a little while longer. And we'll skip down to verse 25. So these things I've spoken unto you, being yet present with you, but the Comforter, who is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I had said unto you. One of the things you'll see when we look at John 14, John 15, John 16, these are the last conversations Jesus is having with his disciples before he heads to the garden of Gethsemane. And in these three chapters, you'll see the phrase again, the comforter, the comforter, the comforter. Jesus covers many, many different topics, important topics. And I encourage you to read John 14, John 15, and John 16 today for this Holy Week devotional. Read those three chapters. It won't take you that long. But one of the things you'll see throughout there is the Holy Spirit, the importance of the Holy Spirit. And this lets you know how important 
the Holy Spirit is to be it's the life of the believer, Jesus. And it's the last discussion with the disciples before Gethsemane, before his trial, before his crucifixion, before his resurrection is the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit. We must give place and honor to the Holy Spirit and let the Holy Spirit do in our lives what Jesus always intended for him to do. You know, you'll see through these chapters, Jesus said, it's better that I go. It's better that I leave because if I don't leave, the comforter won't come. See, the Holy Spirit is in your life to make Jesus real to you, as real and more real than he was to the disciples who walked with him. Let me say that again. The Holy Spirit's job in your life is to make Jesus real to you, as real and more real than he was to the disciples who walked with them. Because remember, Jesus said to the disciples, it's better that I go. So don't let your heart be agitated. Don't let it be troubled. Don't let it be distressed because the Holy Spirit is with you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world gives, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. The Amplified says this, with peace I live with you. My own peace I now give and bequeath to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Do not let your hearts be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Stop allowing yourself to be agitated and disturbed. And do not permit yourself to be fearful and intimidated and cowardly and unsettled. Oh, that's so good. I'm going to say it one more time. Stop allowing yourself to be agitated and disturbed. And do not permit yourself to be fearful and intimidated and cowardly and unsettled. You know, one of the things the Holy Spirit produces in our life is peace. We can look at it through the fruit of the Spirit, the fruit of the recreated Spirit. is peace. We see the fruit of the Spirit in Galatians 5. And that's the Holy Spirit working within our born-again Spirit, producing fruit in our life, the character traits of Jesus. But also we'll see that when we yield to the Spirit and we listen to the Spirit, He's producing peace in our life. He's bringing comfort to us. And so the thing is, a lot of people try to be comfortable. But God will call you out of your comfort zone and give you a comforter to help you be comfortable and uncomfortable situations. Don't let your heart be troubled. Don't be intimidated. Don't be cowardly. The Holy Spirit, who John calls the greater one, lives within you, and he's working in your life today. Wow, we're almost out of time. John 15, Jesus said, I am the, verse one, I am the true vine, my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that bears not fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he purges it or cleans it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Now you are clean or purged through the word which has spoken unto you. How does Jesus clean us? Through his word. So in this time, this Holy Week devotion we're going through right now, as we talk about fear and agitation and anxiety and other things, the word of God is going forth and it's cleaning you so that you can bear forth fruit. Abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can you, except you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He that abides in me and I in him, the same brings forth much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. I'm going to stop there for the sake of time. Without Jesus, we can do nothing. And we do everything through Jesus, by the work of the Holy Spirit. And so we have to remember that we're not supposed to do things apart from him. But as prophet says, we acknowledge him and he'll direct our path. We seek first the kingdom of God and all those wonderful things are added to us. So remember, you're not apart from him. You're with him. Remember, he didn't leave you nor forsake you. He sent you the Holy Spirit. 
and through the Holy Spirit, you can accomplish the will of God and live in absolute, total victory. Something good is going to happen to you today. So expect miracles. Father, I pray for every single person dealing with stress, anxiety, fear, panic, panic attacks. I rebuke those things in the name of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus over them. And I pray that you minister comfort and peace and healing and deliverance to them now. I come against every agitating spirit, every harassing spirit. You leave these people alone right now. In the name of Jesus, I release your peace upon them, Father. And I thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Something good is going to happen to you today. Expect miracles. If you haven't already, download the Faith Plus app. Share this broadcast so others can be encouraged with what we share today. I know it's going to bless them in the midst of everything that's going on in this world. So share it with them. Also, if you have children or teenagers, I encourage them to watch the Faith Plus Holy Week devotionals it's under the series Easter at Faith. Better yet, watch it along with them. Love you so much. I'll see you tomorrow for our, our Holy Week devotional during Faith in the Morning, as well as our Good Friday experience at 7 p.m. God bless.